Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon. And it's that time, man. It's Friday Fire number 50. I am super, super stoked that we have made it to 50 episodes of Friday Fire. Um, For those of you just finding the show, my name is Sam. I am the Small Business Surgeon. And uh, it's my mission to impact as many entrepreneurs as possible and to share some good, positive stuff out there that's going to help all of you all in your businesses. And uh, I've been doing it for the last year. Um, The show is now past the uh, 10,000 download mark which is a huge milestone for us so thank you thank you thank you so much uh, for doing that on Mondays we've got badass interviews with some guests from around the entrepreneur space the entrepreneurship world Um, we've got authors CEOs we've got just the most badass entrepreneurs you could want to meet if you haven't had chance run back through the uh, the last years worth of episodes and uh, grab onto a few of those interviews if you see any names you recognize go check them out Um, but thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping this show. If you like it, please do me a favor, subscribe to it, share it out there. It's what helps to get this content out. So uh, Mondays, we've got interviews. And then Fridays, I just talk about the uh, the stuff that I've encountered during the week as the uh, entrepreneur that I am. I've got multiple businesses and... Um, <clears throat> I do this podcast as a way to give back to my community and share some of the lessons I'm learning. So what I want to look at this week, guys, if you're ready, if you've shared the show, if you've left us a review, now it's time to go to work. What I want to look at this week is goals. Um, I'm not going to talk about specific goals, but the way goals function inside of a person and inside of a business is ridiculously important. Now, I'm probably going to butcher this quote because I don't have it written in front of me, but I'll paraphrase here. Um, It was Elon Musk that said, you know, if you give yourself a year to achieve something, then uh, you're going to get it done in a year, right? If you give yourself three months to do something, you're going to get it done in three months. The the prime example of this is is my eldest son and his fucking homework. Um, you know, he, uh, he, he insists on procrastinating and then we'll do it all at the very last minute. Well, how does that translate into business? Um, if you set annual goals but you don't set internal deadlines on when to finish them, you'll get to a point where you're postponing and postponing and postponing and then it'll get to November and you're like, oh shit, I set me a goal of a million dollars revenue this year and I'm $800,000 short. I better start selling shit. Uh, Hey, anybody want to buy anything? You see, so goals without planning are just fucking dreams. So you've got to look at what you want to achieve and how you're going to achieve it. And what I like to do is break my year down into 90-day manageable pieces. Right, You call it a quarter, whatever you want, but 90 days is manageable. And in the 90 days, you can break those down into monthly goals. And the real key that I've found to doing this is saying if, if this is my 90-day goal that I want to achieve in 90 days, what actions do I have to take on a daily basis in order to hit that goal. 
if you set daily goals and you're consistent in those daily goals and you take small steps forward daily, you will absolutely steamroll your monthly and quarterly goals. That's the point of it. What does my ideal day look like? Okay, as an entrepreneur, it looks like getting up, going to the gym, taking my kids to school, uh, having some reading, having some social media posting, and then about nine o'clock, starting work and starting taking meetings, and then at you know three o'clock, I go get the boys, and then I take off work till about six, and then I, I work in the evenings, right? So I, I pretty much have ideal days every day. Um, not that they're not full of problems. I mean, as, as an entrepreneur, the more problems you can solve, the more, the more money you make. But my day structure is pretty much ideal anyway. So in order to get done what I need to do, what I do is I write down my goals that I'm trying to achieve, and then I break it down into what needs to happen every single day consistently for me to hit that goal, and then I put it on my calendar and I commit to it. So it happens. You know. So what do you want this year? And how are you gonna get it? Have you thought about any of that? Or are you just going through business step by step, day by day, because you don't know where you're going? And we've talked about this before, right? Think of your business as a vehicle. Think of your life as a vehicle. If you're sitting in a car and you don't have a destination in mind, you're just gonna drive around burning gas, right? If you're sitting in a car and you've got a destination in mind but you don't have a map to get there, you're just gonna waste a bunch of time and burn a bunch of gas trying to figure out where to go. So the first thing is to, to get clear on what you want. Break it down into manageable steps and then every single day just execute, execute, and execute. And then don't be afraid to show people what success looks like as you hit these goals and as you hit your weekly targets and your monthly targets. Don't be afraid to talk about that and be proud of that. Not enough of us spend the right amount of time lining out our goals and breaking them down into manageable steps. Okay, so let's see here. I'm gonna give you um, a goal that I've got for, um, I don't know, I'm totally ad-libbing this. So let's say I've got a goal for my real estate company and I wanna do a total of a million dollars in gross commission income for the company, not myself. Um, it's really weird actually, you know, the, the more I work and the more I follow the instruction of my coaches and my principals, I don't actually sell houses anymore. Um, I'm the face of the real estate company. I work a little bit with the clients and helping push and pull things around. I shoot a lot of real estate videos, um, but actually the transactional side of selling the house is done by my team. And so, for me to make a million dollars in real estate, if I was doing it by myself, like, so my market, my average commission is 7,500 bucks. Um, average sales, 250 grand. So your average commission before expenses is 7,500 bucks. So in order to get where I wanna go, I'd have to sell 100, 100 would put me at 750 grand. So I'd have to sell about 135 houses to, is that right? 100 puts me at 750 grand, and I need another 250, so I'll be at 30 grand. 30 houses, yeah, something like that. So I have to sell 130 houses. To do that by myself would be absolutely really difficult. I might could do it, but that's 10 houses a month by myself. 
and if you remember last week's podcast, it's build a bigger plate, you know, build the team, bring the people in, help them out. So to break down my goal, to hit a million dollars in gross commission, uh, not my personal income, but gross commission for the company, I would need to sell 130 houses or if we went one step further, 11 a month. Well, that sounds like a lot, but 11 houses a month, if I break that down into daily activity, let's assume we're working for 20 working days out of the month, that means I need to sell pretty much one house every two days to stay on track. If I could sell two and a half to three houses a week, we'd be fine. So then I got to look, to break this down, and look at, all right, how many leads do I need to call to be able to bring in three new clients every week? All right, so historically, like, I don't do the whole lead thing um, because I've been very, very intentional on social media and all my stuff is organic. But if I wanna scale, I know I'm gonna have to go to leads. So my organic close rate is just astronomical because from all the work I do and all the messages I put out, people already know me, like me, and trust me. So when there's an interaction with a potential client, I've got all this validation already, so it, it just becomes a sale. There's no real, like, I don't, I don't not close. Um, but when you start generating leads online, and now people are searching for real estate for sale, and we've generated that lead, and then they come into your ecosystem, historically, if you can close between three and 5% of those and turn them into clients and close deals, historically, you're doing very well. Now, I don't know that number. I would expect my numbers to be much, much higher than that, again, because of the validation we've got in the marketplace and because of the, the years worth of experience that I've got selling stuff. But let's just say, for a round number for the sake of the show, I've got a 5% conversion rate on my leads. So I need 100 leads a week to bring in five clients a week. Right, so what did I need? Two and a half leads. So if I had a 5% conversion rate, 50 to 60 leads a week would have to be coming in to get to that level. Well, you break that down. Let's say, I mean, internet doesn't shut off. So it's 10 leads a day will give you 70 leads a week. And if I'm generating 10 leads a day on the internet, then I can generate 70 leads a week, close 5% of them every week, which is 5% of 70 is three and a half, which puts me on track to do 14 in a month, which my goal is 11 in a month to get to the uh, to get to that million dollars in revenue. So now I've broken it down. I understand that I need to generate 10 leads a day. Okay. Well, how many of those leads can I call? How much of my time should be spent generating leads? How many of those leads can a regular realtor service? Do I want to build out a front-end concierge and have a guy making $15 or $20 an hour plus commission for setting appointments? I don't know. This is stuff you've got to figure out while you're figuring out your goals. But now I have an integrator for my real estate team. I can put a lot of this stuff onto him. As we build the systems and build the processes, know that I'm not stacking all this shit on my plate. I'm building a bigger plate. And if you want a quotable quote, Darth Vader didn't build a fucking Death Star. He hired a bunch of nerds to do it, right? So 
not suggesting any of my guys are nerds, but by breaking down my goal of I want to do a million, and then by understanding my average commission is 7,500, and then by knowing that I need 130 closings in a year of an average commission to hit that million dollar goal, and now I know that in order to get to that 11 closings a month, I need to be talking to 70 people a week, right? I'm bringing those guys in my ecosystem. I know now that maybe in order to do that, the average realtor, if you push him, should be able to close three to four deals a month. If you push him, if you make him work. Most realtors don't like working too much, but we'll, we'll, that's another story. So we'll get to, we'll get to the point where if I need to close 12 deals a month, realistically, I should probably have four agents. Okay, so now I know I need, I've got one integrator agent who's doing a great job. I need three more agents that I can give leads to and help them sell. So now I know instead of a fucking daydream about making a million dollars this year, what I know in order to make a million dollars, I need to feed my integrator with the correct sales training and the correct leads, right? I need to attract three to four very hungry real estate agents that really have a passion for the job and want to learn and want to work. Because shit, if, if, if you're trying to get an agent to sell three to four houses a month, it's, it's work. And then I'm gonna have to attract and build a back-end team with maybe two full-time support staff, right? That's not that difficult. That's not that difficult. And all of a sudden I said, I wanna make a million dollars a year in real estate. Why the fuck do I do that? by building that team and setting those goals and breaking down those fucking like, like daily steps that I have to do. So as you see, the more problems you solve, the more money you make. So as an entrepreneur, the problem is, how do I generate X amount of dollars? And that is you need Y amount of leads. So at 70 leads a week, um, I don't know what they cost now. Uh, I haven't run paid traffic to real estate ads for probably about three years. Um, pretty much everything I do is organic, but I wanna, I wanna supercharge this. And so I'm thinking my average lead cost should be lower than $10 per lead. It should be right about in there. Um, when I was doing it last time, it was between five and seven. It might be a little bit more due to the price of traffic on the internet now, I, I don't really know. But if my, the, the way it would break down is if my cost per lead is $10, then I know I'm spending $3,000 a month on leads. I'm gonna generate 300 leads a month at $10 a lead, it's gonna cost me $3,000. Well, that $3,000 is gonna allow me, right, to talk to 70 people a week, 300 people over the course of the month, and if you talk to 300 people that are interested in real estate over the course of a month, and you can't close 15 of them, something's very wrong. So for a total outlay of about three grand a month on ad spend, plus maybe another three grand in my video team's time, that puts us in a position for a $6,000 outlay to generate for the company between 10 and 15 sales. So 10 sales would net 75 grand, 15 sales would net about 110 grand. Well, sorry, gross commission income. Now we'd have to, that would come into the company, then that would have to be split. So you see by spending six grand a month, and having the systems in place moving forward this year 
theoretically, if I follow the steps and do it all at once, uh, all, <laughs> sorry, do it every day consistently, follow those steps, we should have no reason whatsoever why we shouldn't be able to pull in 15, 10 to 15 clients a month and pull in 75 to 100, $120,000 a month for the company every month without any kind of serious risk, right? Six grand to make 70, not that much risk. I'll have a bit of that. And then out of that 70, obviously, there's the operating costs that will have to be covered, and there's commissions paid to the agents that are working for me that will have to be covered, and there's the transaction coordinator fees that will have to be covered. So there is operating expenses, but we should clear we should clear between 40 and 50% profit on those numbers. And that makes for a good month and a good little company that I don't actually sell houses at. I'm just a face and I'm the rainmaker and I make the social media content. And like, you see how that works? So in order for me to sell a million dollars in houses, I would have to work my ass to the bone. But in order for my team to do it, I need six or eight guys, I need a marketing budget, and I need systems and processes in place. You see the difference? So that's it for today. What I want you to do is go away and think about your goals for 2022, because I know you all made New Year's resolutions. That's one reason I haven't touched on this subject yet. I want to see how many of you all would quit within the first two weeks. But I know you all have made New Year's resolutions, but I want you to look at your goals and say, what has to happen for me to make 2022 my best year ever? How do I hit these goals? How do I break down my goals into yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and then daily tasks that need to be handled? And if you can jump in and do all that, and remember to use the, uh, the little, um, um, what can be automated, what can be delegated, and what can be eliminated. If you go through all those tasks as you're building your processes, you will find that you will have daily action steps to take that will lead you, if you, if you do it consistently, will lead you to your goals, and your goals are actually much, much easier to hit than you thought they would be. So don't be scared to dream big, and don't be scared to take action. All right, that's it from me for this week. You'll be good. Stay safe. Put some fucking thought into this. Put some energy into it and figure out where your roadmap needs to take you so you stop driving your car around in circles. All right, I'm out of here. I'll see you next week, guys. You'll be good. Stay safe. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.